Welcome to Unpeeled, where we peel back the layers to get to the core of the story. This is Shannon Peel, and thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, it's Shannon. Thank you for joining me on Unpeeled today. So today I'm going to read the November 2019 Appealing Magazine to you as I remove it from the website. So we're going to start with Letter from the Editor. For the last 10 months, I've worked with Anthony C. Grupo, the CEO of Marsh Commercial UK, to write and publish his book, Pushers of the Possible, about pushing ourselves to be the best version of ourselves so we can reach for heights we didn't believe possible. During the process, I learned a lot about what it takes to go after a dream and succeed. I enjoyed the project and getting to know Anthony as a person and a leader. As Market Appeal publishes his latest book and the project ends, I wanted to examine Anthony's digital story. Does what he told me match his behavior and what other people are saying about him online? You know, I find it frustrating when people tell me one thing about who they are and then behave the opposite way. It causes me to distress them and wonder what else they're lying about. I know most people don't know themselves and it can be tempting to use positive buzzwords to create an avatar based on who we wish we were to attract people to us. However, this approach ultimately leads to distrust and failure. Personal branding is a big part of how I help others. I help them to define their personal brand, tell their story, and get it in front of their ideal audiences. Personal branding is important in today's digital world because our behaviors outside of the office will affect our employment prospects, our potential friendships, and future opportunities. We've all heard stories about someone who posted something on Facebook and lost a job, lost friends, or a business contract. Yet many people won't trust us if we don't have a digital footprint, so we can't hide. In this issue, I dissect what a personal brand is and why it's so important in today's digital world to tell an authentic story the right way. So the first article in the magazine is entitled Anthony Grupo Unpeeled, a personal branding case study. So let's get to that. In January, 2019, I had the opportunity to talk with Anthony Grupo, and when I did, I discovered a man who is unique and has a lot to teach the world about what it means to be a leader. In February, we started on a 10-month project to construct a book and to help others learn the lessons he learned throughout his career. So as we peeled back the layers of his story, I got to know a man whom I respect and admire. But is he the man in his stories? Or is there a disconnect between who he thinks he is and the man others know? Too often people tell one story about who they are and behave in a contradictory way because 
they construct a personal brand based on whom they want to be instead of who they are. In the wake of publishing his latest book, Pushers of the Possible, I decided to find out if Anthony C. Grupo Sr.'s personal brand matches the man he says he is. So let's find out. Humble beginnings. He started life in a little backwater town in Pennsylvania, the son of blue collar workers who gave him and his sister a wonderful life. His loving parents instilled a hard work ethic into him through example and expectations, which has served him well throughout his career. During our chats, he was quick to give others the credit or remind me he is far from perfect with many flaws to overcome. In an interview with Paul Lucas of Insurance Business Magazine, Anthony described himself as a small town person from a working class family, noting, I am not impressed by myself, I'm impressed by humanity. But is this a true statement? I went to the internet to find out. When I look at his LinkedIn activity, he is always congratulating others on their success and praising them as talented leaders, regardless of their actual position in a company. His posts are not, hey, look at how wonderful I am posts. They are stories about his visits to the many Marsh commercial branches to get to know the people he leads. His posts celebrate others' talents and give back to the community by engaging with it, both virtually and in the real world. He thanks people for the work they do and for spending time with him. All his posts are similar to this recent LinkedIn post to quote, being with colleagues in Whittem is a great way to end the week. A talented group asking challenging, informed and thoughtful questions. Well done and thank you for spending time with me. His posts tell a story about a CEO who stands in the midst of the people he works with and applauds their success instead of his own. When he arrived in London to take the helm, a young woman at Marsh Commercial, Jody Oxford, asked if she could shadow him for two days and write about his, the experience. This is what she had to say about him. There is no ego nor selfish motivation. At the core of every decision is the individuals affected and the effect on our business. How will it affect them? What can I do to make it easier? Can I do it differently to create less impact? Her article describes him as a man who cares and is committed to helping the people he leads by being open to their opinions, ideas, and suggestions. It also tells the story about how he works harder than most people. She says, he was ready to recharge and refocus, but having undertaken five town halls in less than 48 hours and traveling over 300 miles, it was intense. Still, Anthony was able to give his all to every meeting, every call, every query without hesitation or lack of focus. You know, he doesn't stop working. He gets up early, works through his routine, goes to the office and works all day. Then in the evening, he goes to events to make connections for the good of the company. He never stops. He worked, he would call me at a late hour in New York and London and I could hear the fatigue in his voice. However, 
you know, he still moved forward to do what he needed to do to get the book done. Considering his responsibilities, uh, restructuring a large organization, visiting all 63 branches, writing a book, and being there for his friends and family, I don't think he sleeps. While working on the project, I noticed he stays focused and what he needs to do at the time. He responded to messages and texts for me after his workday was over, when he had a moment to answer my questions. If he was with his family, he would get back to me afterwards to focus on his family time. When we talked, he focused on the project with purpose, rarely straying from the task at hand, and only took a call if it was urgent. A motivational leader. Anthony tweets motivational and deep thoughts, which are insightful, and his followers engage with them regularly. When I read his tweets, I learn even in his struggles, he, in disappointments, he finds inspirational lessons to share with the world. However, does he actually keep a positive attitude no matter what? You know, I never heard him complain. Even when the workload of writing the book added hours to his weekly responsibilities, which are already beyond most people's weekly demands, he might have complained to a trusted friend, but not to me and not online. He ensured I felt secure in my role in the project, even when I made mistakes. And I made a few. He never pointed a finger, blamed me, or made me feel I was not good enough to continue with the project. He did what needed to be done and kept moving forward with me in tow. When I look at his social media posts, they are always upbeat, always positive, always motivational. There is never a time of doubt, pain, or a pessimistic outlook. He does not post about negative or controversial topics. He chooses to focus only on positive and insightful messages. I searched the internet to see what others said about his positive outlook and found many people agree. He is inspirational, motivational, and upbeat. Nicoletta Facey posted after her experience at Bristol Life Luncheon, where Anthony was the keynote speaker, she said, it was an insight into his unique leadership and stimulating thoughts on how we should challenge ourselves delivered with great energy and enthusiasm. Tom Webster was at the same event and he mentioned that Anthony Grupo talked about Marsh Commercial and his approach to leadership, really inspirational stuff. Jody Oxford in her article wrote, motivation is one of Anthony's greatest strengths. He has the ability to bring out the best in people and help them to believe in themselves. Chris Lay, CEO of Marsh UK in Ireland, said in a press release picked up by many insurance publications, with his strong track record of delivering value to clients in our fast growing US based MMA business, I am excited to welcome Anthony to lead our UK commercial and consumer team. His experience and dynamism it will help us strengthen and enhance our offering throughout the Jelf network. Jelf is now called Marsh Commercial. The story I found online about Anthony describes him as a motivational, inspirational, and energetic leader. Professional. 
Anthony's personal brand is 100% professional, except for one special piece of content. When his granddaughter was a co-host for an episode of his podcast, The Roots of Leadership, there is not one post about his family or personal friendships. There is very little about his personal life online. In fact, I couldn't find anything. All of his posts are about work, leadership, and motivation. While working on his book, I learned he has been married over three decades. He has two adult children and two granddaughters. Beyond this, he kept his private life private and remained professional at all times. The stories he shared were about his career, servant leadership, his philosophy about becoming better, and to keep pushing ourselves to do greater things. Even his digital image is professional. I could only find one casual photo of him online. All his posted photos are work-related, with him posed, dressed to the nines in a suit with shine shoes and a smile. His comments are well thought out and all his content is business related. Be it a blog post, his podcast, a tweet, or a LinkedIn post. His personal brand is well crafted and he does not stray from it. This doesn't mean that there isn't personality. The man exudes personality. He has a positive energy, a lightheartedness, and a composed image. The man I got to know during the project and the one I see online are very similar. Servant leadership. As a CEO and leader, he has a lot of people looking to him for direction, advice, and help. It's part of the job. However, Anthony goes beyond most CEOs. He seeks out those he can assist. As he told Paul Lucas of Insurance Business Magazine, to quote, I don't manage from a spreadsheet in London, looking at financials and making a decision. I sit with people doing a job. That's when you find out about organizational procedures. I want us to be more functional. When you listen to people and you fix that, then they really want to help you too. Now, there is a groundswell of people across the country offering me ideas. After one town hall, I had 92 ideas submitted to me. End quote. Imagine 92 emails. I know he is busy, but you know, he's never too busy to be there for others when they need his help because he cares about the people he leads. His dedication to being a servant leader is not lip service, as Jody Oxford discovered. You know, when she shouted him and wrote about it on LinkedIn, she said, he isn't afraid to push boundaries and challenge methodology and importantly gives credit to those that deserve it. He is not here to solve every problem, but to empower others to seek solutions and enhance their own personal development. This behavior exemplified on both LinkedIn and Twitter and Like a true servant leader, his ego does not come before those whom he serves. He is cognizant of how everything he does reflects on his personal brand and is careful with the choices he makes personally and professionally. 
Unlike most who have a purposefully crafted brand, there is no disconnect between his behavior and the story he tells about himself. He truly does want to do better every day and works hard to improve himself and support those around him. Being a CEO is a tougher job than I imagined. Decisions are not made lightly, carelessly, or without heavy heart wishing there was a different way. It isn't easy being him, even though he makes it look effortless at times. I know the difficult decisions he is required to make weigh heavy on him because he cares and has a heightened sense of responsibility to those whom he leads. From the other side of the world, I watched him and others tell his story and discovered an extremely capable man. Surprisingly, in his latest book, he admits he has confidence cracks and will turn to those whom he trusts to bandage him up and help him get back into the game. It is a hard for me to believe a man so accomplished, intelligent, and self-assured has confidence cracks. It is easy to assume he has all the answers to life because of his confidence, his experience, and his values. He constantly asks others for their opinions and listens to their thoughts to gather the data he needs to make decisions. He does not speak without knowing all the facts and looks at problems from different points of view to find the best course of action. He can be an effective leader because he believes in others to help him succeed and does not believe he is a one-man show. I am fortunate he believed in me and my ability to help him with his book, Pushers of the Possible. As happy as I am to see the book on my shelf with my logo on the spine, I am sad this project's over. He made a big impression on me. Uh, he helped me to believe in myself and gave my business a new direction. If it wasn't for him, the appealing magazine would not exist because I came up with the idea of the magazine to promote our project. And now I'm able to provide Market Appeal clients with a product to get their stories in front of ideal audiences. You know, it's his belief in me as a writer and publisher which gave me the confidence to take my step towards my possible. You know, I want to know what you think of that article. And so open up the social media platforms, use the hashtag Unpeeled, give me your feedback. And if you want to get the book, Pushers of the Possible, it is available on Amazon. This is Shannon Peel. Thank you so much for joining us today on Unpeeled. We want to hear from you, so log into that social media account, use the hashtag Unpeeled, and let us know your thoughts about today's podcast. <laughs>